What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. Hello, hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to Become a Relationship Badass. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. If you're new, hello, come in, take a seat, get cozy. Can I rub your feet? <laughs> um, thank you for taking a chance on me and us, this tribe. Um, I hope you like it here. We talk all about intimacy and relationships and relationship with self and love and fear and connection and curiosity, Um, all the things that make life so goddamn juicy. (laughs) Um, If you're returning, hey there, friend. Welcome back. It's great to have you. Take a seat, (laughs) grab a cup of tea and uh, buckle in, get ready for today's episode. I, uh, I'm recording this at 7.30 in the morning and just thinking to myself, what on earth is this baby grandma doing ever recording late at night? <laughs> 7.30 a.m. is so much better. Can you all hear a difference in my voice? I'm curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, am, I would consider myself much more of a morning person. Typically around 8 or 9 p.m., my brain shuts down and I become very receptive to snuggles and not very receptive to computer work. (laughs) So this is really nice. Um, Yeah, today we are doing episode number two in my Intimacy Builder series. If y'all have been uh, longtime listeners, you know I did an episode on curiosity um, and it was the first of my intimacy builder series the series is not necessarily going in order but um, as you know every few episodes I'm thrown in an intimacy builder which is something I believe is just an amazing tool that builds and sustains and creates just like beautiful connected intimacy or can do that when used right um, so today is one of those one of those tools Um, Today, we're talking about the magic of eye contact. Mm, Yeah. Eye contact in my own life has been so powerful, and particularly in my partnership, but just everywhere in my life. Um, It's been a game changer for me. And... um, But originally, like years ago, I didn't do a lot of eye contact. Um, It felt really intense. I I kind of felt I had learned like 
like I said, it was intense and wasn't really like what people wanted. Like maybe making eye contact with someone was like trapping them in this intense experience they didn't want. Um, and on the other side of it, I felt pretty uncomfortable making eye contact. It would be like I accidentally made eye contact with someone for four seconds and got the heebie-jeebies, you know, it was, it was too intense. Um, so it's, it's really something I've had to practice, just getting comfortable with the experience of staring deeply into someone's eyes. And now that I am, it's such a beautiful one. It's such a beautiful experience. So I want to talk about that today. And um, I want to address kind of all sides um, because I realize for everyone, it's not beautiful right now. Like I shared with you just moments ago, it used to be really intense for me and almost scary. Um, so if that's you, I, I see you, I hear you, I feel you. And we're going to address that today. Um, I've also done even a little research for today's um, episode, which I don't always do, but I just think this topic is so cool and there's a lot of research on it, um, on like wh what ICOT and tech can do on a physiological level and an emotional level. So I just want to go into that a little bit. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we dive in, I just want to make a couple quick announcements. Um, Thank you, as always, for reaching out on Instagram and through my email and um, all of that great stuff to let, it, to let me know how this podcast has been affecting you. Um, Georgia, um, Mary, those are just a couple names coming up off the top of my head um, of beautiful humans who reached out to me this week on Instagram. So thank you, and please keep it up. Again, you can just screenshot yourself listening to this episode and tag me at relationship badass um, that is so so helpful for me as you all know um, the more you know the more you guys are sharing it the more other people see the podcast and the goal is just to get this beautiful message out to as many humans as possible so um, thank you for doing that of course you all know that another way you can share the love is to um, leave me a review and rating right on iTunes. Uh, as you know, if you scroll to the bottom of the page, if you're listening right now, um, you just scroll to the bottom of the page on the iTunes app, and there'll be a section where you can leave a rating and review. Um, the rating just takes seconds. You can just tap a number of stars. It's super simple. Um, and then if you want to go a little deeper, you can actually write out a review. And so again, all of this is so very helpful for me. Um, I really appreciate it when you guys do that. Thank you. Also, I wanted to say that on my website right now, um, what am I giving away? I'm giving away a document called Conflicts, Conflict, Do's, and Don'ts. Um, it's a free document I made, just a single-page guide of, um, like, do's and don'ts and conflict, essentially, kind of those quick immediates like uh-ohs and fuck yeses. <laughs> so um, I want this to be, I hope this is helpful and like a great resource for you all. Um, so all you have to do is go to relationshipbadass.com and right at the beginning of the page, the home page, you'll see a button that says click here to get my conflicts, do's and don'ts document 
And so, um, yeah, you can go ahead and uh, click there and I'll send you a free document. And yeah, it's really fun. So go there to check it out, relationshipbadass.com. Um, and then as always, if you're not already a part of my Epic Facebook tribe, please join. It's really fun in there. Um, I actually just did my first live weekly check-in. It's something I'm going to be doing each week now, new practice in the group. But um, it's just a live video right in there where I share what, you know, what's been go- coming up for me in my reality as always, something's coming up and I'm working through something and there's a challenge or an experience of great joy and something I'm learning. So I, I just come in on and I share that each week and then I open up the space for us to connect or discuss. Um, and also there's a space for you to reach out and maybe get guidance on something you've been going through. So it's really fun. Come join us. It's called Relationships 101. And as always, I will link that right in the show description. Finally... I just want to um, take this moment to read a review from iTunes. I'm going to do this every week. So if you'd like a chance to be featured on the podcast, you can do so by going ahead and leaving a review on iTunes. And then each week I will read one out loud here on the cast. So this week I'm reading a review from Amelia. Amelia says... If you've ever experienced conflict of any kind, or if you want to have a good relationships for the rest of your life, listen to this podcast. Nikki articulates how to navigate relationship challenge in the most accessible and relatable ways. She's helped me so much, both in my partnership and in my personal well-being. Whether you bring your partner in on this or listen all by yourself and don't tell anyone, these are beyond informative. I've learned so much listening to these. I've laughed and cried. Nikki is addressing issues that hit so close to the heart. I'm very grateful for this podcast and grateful for Nikki sharing all of her knowledge. Highly recommend a listen. Wow. I just have chills all over. Um. Wow. I wasn't anticipating to get emotional reading that, but um, that's where I'm at right now. Thank you, Amelia, for leaving that review. It just touches it just touches me so deeply to serve others in in their relationship challenges. It really feels like my work on this planet. Because I see this trajectory, you know, it's it's um heal the couple. Heal the family, heal the community, heal the world. And so reading reviews like this, um, saying that Amelia has been helped so much in her partnership and in her personal well-being, just really touches my heart a lot. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. So if you've been touched and you want to make me cry, (laughs) go ahead, head over to iTunes, leave me a review. Um, If you can't do that, I know some of you are Android users, go ahead and leave me a message. You can do so through um, Instagram, at Relationship Badass, or through my contact page. Yeah. So that's our review. Thank you, everyone. 
second left, guys. Let's just dive into this awesome topic. The magic of eye contact. Yeah, so eye contact, for me personally, this is something I use daily in my partnership with Warren. Um, he's actually the first partner I have enlisted this sort of practice with. Um, we have been doing this since before we were dating, actually. I have a very specific memory of this camping trip we went on two summers ago now. This is, you know, kind of where our romance blossomed. It was this magical summer before we became officially partners. Um, and... Yeah, so so we're on this camping trip, and I just have this vivid memory. It was raining, like, viciously, and so we had gone into the tent um, to seek shelter, and I just have this vivid memory of us eye-gazing for a very long time, maybe 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, I'm not quite sure. Um, but, but just the power, that was one of my first experiences, really gazing into someone's eyes for such a long time, someone that I knew so deeply. And, um, to this day, almost daily, we, we practice some form of eye contact, eye gazing. Um, and it's for us at this point, it's not like, Hey, do you want to eye gaze? It's, you know, like this morning, um, he came into my room. We usually have kind of a ritual. I'll, I typically wake up earlier. Um, and then when he wakes up, he'll come on. We have separate rooms. So he'll come on over into my room. Um, I'll make us some tea and he'll kind of sit or lie in here and we'll, you know, kind of connect in the beginning of the day. And so I had started the water for tea. I have a little teapot in my room and he was lying on my bed, just kind of stretching. And I went over to him and lit, lied on top of him and just um, brushed his hair and scratched his head while I looked into his beautiful eyes. Oh, I just love his eyes. Um, yeah, and it was it's just one of those things that we do now and we don't really have to talk about or um, even set a context for. And um, there there is a, a, there can be sort of a, a ritual or a way about this if you're going to like introduce this into your partnership and if this isn't something maybe that you and your partner have done before. So, you know, eye contact can feel so vulnerable, so revealing, um, so opening and connecting and intimate and deep. Um, it can also feel for some people in some circumstances uh, quite alarming and threatening and triggering, um, scary, frightening. And so I just want to say as we um, continue in on this conversation that for some people out there, you know, eye contact off the bat is going to have a very different feel. Um, I'm going to talk about it mainly from the potential eye contact has and my personal experience with eye contact right now. 
And I just want to recognize here as we get going that some of you out there, I, I totally understand how for you eye contact is, is the opposite. Um, and like I said, can really feel threatening. And so with that, um, like trauma around eye contact is a real thing. And so um, it's your feelings are very real and valid. And I don't expect you to just be able to like put that aside and just engage in this like connecting eye contact. Um, if that's you or your partner and you've, you've had this trauma, whether it be large or small, around eye contact, um, there's going to be some work to do before you are able to embrace and engage in eye contact as more of like a connecting experience. There's probably going to be work there. Um, to so And when I say work, it's like the inner work of rewriting um, those tr traumatic lineages or those traumatic lines um, between eye contact and fear or terror or threat. So something is connected within you, um, within your brain, within your ner nervous system, between eye contact and like danger. And so the, the inner work, when I say that, I, I refer to just the work of rewriting those associations so that you can begin to experience eye contact with new associations. Okay, so... Most of us have probably heard the phrase that eyes are the window to the soul, something along those lines. And I really feel some truth in this. Um, there's something that can be so deep and revealing w while looking into someone's eyes. For instance, um, I feel that I can pick up an energy or a mood instantly from, from looking into someone's eyes. Um, I can almost sense an intention, like is the intention love, connection, is it distress, is it harm? Um, I feel like when I look into someone's eyes, I can pick that up really quickly. Now I, being a very intuitive empath, I feel I can pick that up even without eye contact, just being around someone. Um, and... Something about eye contact really like speeds up that process. I can pick up on someone's energy quicker. Um, eye contact's a form of nonverbal communication. It has influence on social behavior. And this I find really interesting. I, I think we're in a world that has really lost touch with eye contact as a means of communication with, you know, strangers, people we've never personally met. Um, I think that a world where eye contact is used in more of these everyday scenarios is a world where there is more compassion and love and connection present. Because in that simple gaze of the eye, you can pick up on love, compassion, kindness, and care. Right? Um, as mentioned previously, of course, you can also pick up on intent to harm or, or um, you know, ill intent or danger, those types of things as well. But just think about it. Imagine if in every interaction we are all connecting at the eyes because that's just how we do things. So you go to the store and 
and you're going to check out, maybe you've had kind of a <clears throat> tense, frustrating day or, or afternoon, you know, and, and you're at the store and, you know, normally you just kind of look down and put your things on the thing and, and the check, the clerk says, you know, 685 and you pay your card and you don't even look up and you get the whole thing done as quickly as possible and you grab your bag, you say, have a nice day with not a lot of soul behind it, right? <laughs> the kind of robotic, have a good day. Um, and then you walk out and you're in that same tense mood you walked in on, right? So that's scenario one here. Um, now imagine scenario two, you know, you kind of walk in, you've had this frustrating day and you gather your groceries and um, you get to the checkout line and as you're putting your items on the cart, you, you look up and you connect eyes with this beautiful human who's there to ease the experience of your grocery shopping for you and um, you guys just connect just for a moment maybe, you know, and maybe this person is sitting there and, and her or his intent for the day is, I hope I can instill some peace and love into anyone I connect with today, you know, as I do my clerk duties. And so now here you come kind of tense and unresourced and you guys connect for just a moment and here she gazes at you and you pick up on just so much love and care in their eyes and maybe all they say is, hey, how are you doing today? It's a pleasure to bag your groceries. <laughs> you know, something so simple. And now just that, just that moment of, of love and compassion has you feeling relaxed, just a little bit even from where you were before, right? So now you're, you're checking out your groceries with a little smile on your face, a little space for compassion and understanding. And now uh, this person feels that love from you right now. They're smiling a little bit. And so you finish your, your grocery duties and you walk out of the store a little bit lighter, with a little bit more love in your heart. Now imagine if everyone did this in the world all at the same time, right? So you've got millions of people leaving the grocery store or whatever it is with just a little bit more lightness and love in their heart. And this love is, is um, sourced from the energy of compassion and connection that they just experienced with that grocery clerk checkout. And so you now you've got millions of people that feel a little bit lighter and a little bit more open and a little bit more full of compassion. And so now these millions of people get into their cars and they go on the road and they encounter traffic. And now each of these millions of people, because they feel a little bit lighter and a little bit more open and a little bit more heart-centered, um, you know, they, they encounter that awkward traffic situation on the highway. Um, instead of honking and flipping off the person and saying, fuck you, asshole, like maybe they would have yesterday, you know what, today they're feeling a little bit lighter and just more open and a little bit more patient. And so instead they, they stop and they wave on the car coming and say, go ahead, sir, I'm not in much of a rush. You first, right? And so millions of people have done this to some random car on the freeway. And so now millions of cars on the freeway have received that little gesture of kindness and compassion from a stranger on the road, right? Instead of receiving maybe the typical, hey, fuck you, asshole, honk of the horn and the, and the cutoff. So now these millions of people, they're in a little better mood on their way home because they didn't get cut off and yelled at, but rather they got waved in and invited into the traffic circle and they felt loved and held in that. 
And so now these millions of people go home to their families and because they're feeling a little more open and a little bit more compassionate and a little bit less tense, they come home to their children and say, hey, you want to go outside and toss the ball around for a little bit while we still have some sunshine? Rather than coming home and perhaps exiling themselves to their office or their den because they're so frustrated and so tense and they don't want to show that to their kids so they go off and hide and now their kids feel rejected you know, and unloved um, and so their kids take that feeling of rejection and anger out on other kids in the playground, right? But if those parents come home feeling a little more open because that those that person gave them a little space and understanding on the freeway, now they say, hey kiddo, you want to go outside and toss the ball? And now this kid, instead of feeling condemned and angry because they feel rejected from their parent, they feel joyous and happy because, wow, dad or mom wants to connect with me when they get home. How special am I? And now those millions of children who have been affected positively by those millions of parents go to school and they share that same love and acceptance with their peers. So now the schools are infiltrated with more love and acceptance and compassion, right? So if you followed me on that little rant there, you see how, wow, how can a simple sharing of an eye gaze with the clerk at the checkout line at the grocery store truly affect the fucking world? And when we put this on the scale of millions of people, it really is life-shifting. And this, to me, is the intimacy-building and life-shifting power of eye contact. And what's, what's amazing about it is it's so simple. So, you know, I teach a lot of things, and some of them are more active. You know, it's, it's a tool. It's something you have to speak or something you really have to do or kind of go out of your way to initiate. And what I love about eye contact is that it's, it's so simple. Every day, we each are faced with millions of opportunities to engage in beautiful eye contact. So for that reason, I just think it's really um, powerful and accessible to everyone. This is something you could do today, right? Yeah, so eye contact... um, I just sort of outlined the transformative power of eye contact on a larger scale. And, of course, I want to talk about the transformative power of eye contact on an intimate scale. So in your closest relationships with your children, with your partner. um, That's really big. (sighs) Um, I want to share a quote from Shakespeare I wrote down just because I think it speaks to the power of eye contact between lovers and intimate partners. He says, A lover's eye will gaze an eagle blind. Wow. Right? If you if you know much about eagles, um, they, they are known for having amazing vision. Right? Eagle's eye. They can see so far and so wide. Their perspective is almost limitless. Um, And so to gaze an eagle blind, Shakespeare is speaking to the beautiful strength of a lover's gaze. And that is the gaze of any lover, not just um, your intimate partner, but your, your 
your family as your lover, um, a stranger as your lover, your roommate as your lover, um, a friend as your lover, someone who gazes at you with such love and unconditional acceptance that you are healed by the gaze. That's what I believe he's speaking to in this quote. <sighs> it's just so powerful. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about eye contact and partnership for a minute here. I personally am one to support creating a daily practice around this. Why? Because I think for most of us, a daily practice um, might actually be necessary in order to make this into something that uh, you don't really have to think about anymore. For most of us, eye contact isn't natural. And eye gazing, which is like eye contact for an extended period of time, one, two, five, ten, twenty minutes, can feel very scary, very uncomfortable. Um, just not natural, right? Most of us haven't done something like that. So establishing a practice just like we do with, you know, the communication tools I teach and whatnot. All right, let's practice this. It's going to feel a little clunky and awkward at first, perhaps. And we both know and understand that. And that's okay. And we're going to go forward anyway. Um, that's kind of what I'm recommending here with the eye contact. Something I really love about eye contact once it becomes a practice in partnership is that it can be used as like a way to connect instantaneously but so deeply with your partner. So, you know, life is busy, right? <laughs> Um, I run two businesses and my partner runs a very big successful business. We are no strangers to the fact that, you know, go, go, go. We could go a whole day, you know, days just fly by and we both work from home even. And still we can go a whole day and be like, whoa, what just happened? Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> where have you been? Um, so what I love about eye contact is it's this thing where, you know, perhaps we're both in our own, own zones and our own flows and, um, to stop and engage in a 30-minute present conversation right now isn't very realistic. But maybe we walk by each other in the kitchen and, you know, one of us or both of us stops and turns to each other and just comes in for, for a momentary embrace. And then we pull apart briefly and just look into each other's eyes. And we just connect maybe for just 10 seconds or 30 seconds. And it's almost like a nonverbal check-in. Or it's like I look into his eyes and I can... You know, I, I know those eyes now. Um, I can feel, like I shared in the beginning, like I can feel, hey, how you doing through a deep eye contact. And so it's like this check-in. In the midst of our busy days, we come together for just a minute or two and we embrace and our eyes connect. And it's like, without saying words, it's kind of like, yep, okay, great. You're doing good. I'm doing good too. I love you. Um, here's some extra strength and loving to continue on your day. And I can't wait to unwind with you tonight. It's almost as if all of that gets to be said in this brief, just gaze, eye contact, which is really powerful and, and really profound for us, particularly in this um, particular time of, of active creation that we're both in. Yeah, it can also um, help to soften the energy of a moment. So um, I love eye contact in conflict 
And I will just instantly put a disclaimer that um, eye contact and conflict is very tricky and it's very particular because um, eye contact can actually feel very threatening to some people in conflict. Um, that, that intense eye you know, contact or staring can actually be a trigger, as I mentioned earlier. And so using that in conflict when, when we are already activated and our nervous systems are already triggered, um, it's very tricky and it's unique to each person how that's going to work. So I just want to like right off the get-go just say exercise caution here. Um, please be very aware of you and your partner's triggers and what your relationship to eye contact is. Um, before I started working with eye contact and conflict, I personally would want to know if there's any trauma for my partner with eye contact. Um, and just be very aware and get very clear. I just want to say that first. Um, also, if there is trauma with eye contact, I always recommend seeking help with this kind of stuff. So, um, you know, this can be very sensitive and it can open up a lot of doors. So if there is eye contact trauma and it's it's something like you and your partner would like to use in your relationship, but there's a block there, there's some trauma, um, I also recommend seeking out some form of third-party counselor, coach, help. You can reach out to me. I work with this type of stuff with couples. Um, but get a third person in there because, again, it can be very activating and um, what comes out of it can be so transformative and healing, but sometimes it's um, helpful and or necessary to have like a third party, particularly a trained professional there to sort of monitor the situation as you, as you delve in to this sort of stuff. So with that being said, it can be used in, as a way of softening. Um, so this is where I really like it in conflict. If me and my partner are in conflict, I can, if I find a moment, I can use an eye gaze that portrays kindness and vulnerability in order to deepen connection. Um, I can use eyes that portray like, hey, I'm scared too, vulnerability, right? Um, that can soften the mood. Maybe we're both coming, you know, perhaps we're both triggered in the conflict and we're coming off kind of terse and, and tense, and then I show up with this energy, this eye contact that says, hey, I'm scared too, and I still love you. And just that gaze can soften the whole situation without me actually having to say it, which I just find really profound because words, especially in conflict, it can be a sensitive dance, right? So um, I really like that for that reason. Again, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but used... Eye contact can be used as a bit of a check-in. Um, so kind of like I was just describing with Warren, in the midst of our busy days and we kind of stop and one of us grabs each other and we share an embrace and then we just pull back and match, you know, lock eyes for just, just 20, 30, 40 seconds. And it's just this nonverbal check-in. And then what happens is, you know, if we're both looking and feeling, okay, great, we can kiss and, and go our separate ways. Now, if I pick up on something in that 20 or 30 seconds, I can, that's like an invitation. I can ask him about that, right? Hey, is everything okay? I'm just picking up on something in your eyes. Right? So I can invite him then to open up about what's going on for him if he wants to. And of course, I can also 
allow him to say, no, I'm, I'm not ready to talk about it yet or I'm okay. And then just let that be okay too, right? But now I know what's up for him. And so even if he chooses not to expand on that or he's not ready to talk about it, I now, because we practice a, a you know, a, a safe kind of couple unit, um, I now have in the back of my head, okay, something's up with Warren. He's not ready to talk about it, but I can just hold that in the us, right? Go back to episode, I think, 15, I want to say, with Alyssa Neal, where I talk, where we talk about the us. Um, actually, I think it's episode 13. But um, yeah, so now I can just kind of hold that in the us and know throughout the day, okay, there's something up for him. And so now, because I've gotten that information through our um, eye-gazing check-in, I can use that, and throughout the day, just knowing that he's maybe a little less resourced and a little stressed out, I can possibly hold more space for him, hold more compassion for him, right? I also really like eye-gazing um, in conflict for this reason, but also in life, because it, for me at least, it slows me down. Everything can be so fast-paced and we're talking, we're moving, we're doing all this stuff, right? Um, and there's not really a fast way to eye gaze. There's no way to speed it up. There's no shortcut. For me personally, when I engage in eye contact, I engage in deep breath. It just happens kind of naturally. So um, eye gazing slows me down, way down, right? So I really appreciate that. And then conflict, that can be so particularly helpful because um, as you may have experienced, when you've got two activated and triggered people in conflict, things can start to move really fast because as we've talked about so many times on this podcast, we're not thinking clearly, we're speaking really fast, we're feeling activated, we're feeling threatened, so we're making quick movements. It's all part of our intelligent nervous system trying to keep us safe things can start to move really fast and be really confusing. So I love eye contact because it really just slows everything down. Eye gazing in the context of sexual connection and sensual connection, my personal experience is that it deepens and enhances my sensual and sexual connection. It is... um. Something about it, it's very vulnerable, the act of eye gazing. And so when I'm eye gazing with my partner, as we are engaging in sexual or sensual connection, I, can, I feel it right now as I'm just talking about it, but it's like everything opens up so much. I can feel my whole heart open up, my chest open up, my, my um, like vagina open up, like everything. Um, I just feel open. And of course, in these moments, I'm met from his eyes with, with love um, and desire and compassion as well. So um, I could do an entire episode on eye gazing and sensual and sexual connection and how that leads into it, and perhaps I will. Um, but today, I just wanted to mention that um, eye gazing is also very powerful in the context of sexual and sensual connection. I have, um, in the context of Rhythm Sanctuary, which is this type of like silent dance that, that um, you engage with, 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 you know, in a container of people you've just met oftentimes, um, I have had the experience of very deep eye contact, 
leading to this sensual connection. And though it wasn't sexual, um, as you, most of you know, I'm in a monogamous committed partnership. Um, it was the sensual connection of, ah, oh, come here. I want to embrace you. I feel so close to you. And that was with complete a complete stranger. I'm envisioning this one man in particular, but it's I've been in that scenario a few times. Um, so it's very powerful. Um, eye contact can increase attunement, as we talked about it being just a little bit of a check-in. Studies actually show that we are more attuned to the faces who, whose eyes are fixed on us. So if you and your partner are practicing this regular eye contact, even in the sense that you guys walk past each other and you just look at each other for even just a second or two, and that's just normal behavior to make eye contact as you pass. Um, studies shows we are, Studies show that we are more attuned to those faces, which I think is really cool. Um, there's also a link between eye contact and, and memory. Um, so there's a pretty cool study done in 1980 by James Otteson, James P. Otteson, and um, he basically observed students in uh, like different classroom settings and you know there was a control group and then the two groups they were looking at were um, where a teacher made no eye contact with the students while teaching the lecture and then another group of students where the, the professor made eye contact the whole time while teaching the lecture. And so what the results of the study show is that overwhelmingly the students who were in the um, class where a professor was making eye contact throughout the lecture retained far more information um, than the students who were in the classes where professors made no eye contact. So I just found that so fascinating because, wow, if eye contact helps retain memory, I mean, just to put that generally in the context of relationships, can making eye contact with my partner help me to remember these special moments, the important details, these little agreements and discussions we've had, right? Um, I have not tested this in my own relationship yet. I just found the study this morning, but um, it's something I'm curious to kind of observe in my own life and see if I find that to be true. Um, being gazed at can increase, whoa, <laughs> being gazed at can increase um, attraction. So, you know, back to Shakespeare's quote and just, you know, the lover's gaze, right? So many beautiful humans fall in love over an eye gaze. And so um, what a way to just increase attraction and to keep attraction alive in your relationship than to utilize this tool of eye gazing. Yeah, so... Um, I'm just, I'm just looking over my little nerdy research notes here. Um, one last thing I want to share is direct gaze has the power to enhance the experience that the info presented in the situation is strongly related to one's own person. So essentially what that quote is saying, and I feel so silly I didn't write down where I got this. Um, I will put that in the show notes where I, I have this quoted, what I just read. Let me read it one more time. So direct gaze has the power to enhance the experience that the information presented in the situation is strongly related to one's own person. So ultimately it helps integrate the information being presented into my own life when you're looking at me directly while you share it with me. 
it helps me see how what you're talking about is present in my life, how it relates to me, which can help to just increase awareness, right? Self-awareness in the world. How are we all related and connected? Um, eye gazing has actually been shown to help like enhance that experience of like, oh, you're talking to me and what you're saying is actually relevant to me somehow. That experience is enhanced with eye gazing. So, <laughs> we've talked a lot about eye contact here today and ultimately what I want to ask you to do in this moment is, if you feel so called, is to join my eye contact revolution. <laughs> what do you say? Um, I want to start a fucking revolution, y'all, because, you know, I just think eye contact is so powerful and so intimately connecting and healing in this world if we can remember and relearn how to use it um, with grace and care. And so, you know, what about using eye contact and gazing as a way of deeply connecting and sharing compassion and kindness every day, all the time? What do you think about that? I want to bring back eye contact in all the situations. So I'm a big proponent for eye contact in partnership, as I've talked about most this episode. And, you know, what about making eye contact with people while you shake hands, while you check out at the grocery store, while you converse, while you meet or greet someone, while you cheers and celebrate with someone, while you share a memory, while you say, excuse me, and walk by someone. How about while you're holding the door, while you're serving someone a delicious plate of food or a beverage? These are all amazing everyday opportunities to just instill a moment of eye contact. And I truly see this intimacy building tool as one pillar to changing the world. As I described earlier in this episode, um, you know, I kind of laid it all out for you, but um, you know, you make eye contact at the store while you're checking out your groceries and you leave feeling a little bit more compassionate and then you go on the road and you're a little bit more compassionate in traffic and now that person gets to be more compassionate when they go home to their kids and now those kids go to the playground and they're more compassionate with whoever they interact with. Um, it's just such a cycle and it's such a butterfly effect. So what do you say? Put your hand in the air and wave it like you just don't care if you are going to join me on this revolution. Um, let's... Start making an effort to have eye contact be a little bit more um, regular and present in our daily lives. I would be honored for you to join me on this journey. <sighs> so, yeah, eye contact revolution. I think it could be really powerful. <laughs> what do you think? Let me know as always. Um, yeah. I think I feel complete right now speaking about eye contact and eye gazing. As always, I love to know your thoughts, your feedback, share your stories with me. Go find me on the gram, y'all, at relationshipbadass.com. Um, hit me up on my website, relationshipbadass. I'm sorry, okay, I just said that twice. So find me on Instagram, at relationshipbadass. That's it, no.com. <laughs> Then you can find me on my website at relationshipbadass.com. Head over there. You can contact me on the contact page. Grab your free guide to conflict, your conflict do's and don'ts right at the top of the homepage. Um, and of course, you can leave me a rating and review. Uh, join my Facebook tribe. 
let's stay connected. Let's keep the conversation going. I love to connect with you, to get to know you, to hear your experience, to serve, to support, to challenge you, whatever I can do to serve you in this beautiful lifetime. Let me know. (laughs) It is truly my honor and joy. Thank you for being here. I fucking love you all so deep. And I look forward to being with you all next episode.